traveled thousands of miles in search of a weapon more powerful than we've ever known. Why are you here? We came to trade. You lie. You are thieves. Who's the coolest guy? Everyone! <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Everyone is cool. And we're, we're glad that you're cool with us, because I'm Jack. You're going to put me yelling in the beginning? Yes! <laughs> we hey, need Jack. to get people's attention How's somehow. It going? Thanks, Welcome Andrew. Welcome to the Wages of Cinema, Jack. Welcome to the Wages of Cinema, Andrew. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, we just saw The Great Wall. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is a movie meant for everyone, but we could try to parse that out. All right. By the way, that's a reference to uh, the professional Gary Oldman. Uh, the professional Gary Oldman. Yes. None of these amateur <laughs> Gary, Gary Oldman. I know. We get all these little Gary Oldman people coming in, and they're like, we want to act, we want to act. Gary Oldman's like, no. We should start over. No, I think we're okay. <laughs> all right. The Great Wall. Remind me why you wanted to see this. Well, I saw like I saw a trailer for this, and I'm not saying what... I didn't. I, I'm not saying I didn't flat out not want to see this. I think we saw. I, I saw the, the trailer for this the first time when uh, we were watching a movie. Some uh, I don't remember what it was for, but I saw this and I saw it was produced by Legendary. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, maybe this is going to be part of the sort of Legendary giant monsters universe because it's like Ooh. oh they're it's china and they're dragons and things like that apparently it's not well yeah well, I, I learned that long ago you but... should a good rule of thumb notice the studio right because like for example with the exception of uh with the exception of the incredible hulk all of the marvel movies were made by paramount and then once disney bought them up they're just like well we don't really have a distributor we're just marvel right so, that's a good way to remember. If it's Warner Brothers and Legendary, then it might be the Monster Universe. Okay. But this is a separate thing. What this is, this is actually kind of unique, because you've had now China coming into Hollywood and being like, hey, we got this. <laughs> we, we got this, you know that. We got like a billion people, maybe more. Uh, <laughs> we lost count. Uh, <laughs> but we want to make sure that we can get people to see movies so give us your movies only a few though like there is no no i'm sorry. only the good one well no no but there is a there's actually a cap on uh the not the amount of movies that american american distributors will get to show in china really yeah i forget the exact per year i mean like i think it might be something like 19 or 20 films huh. or something like that and so that's why you know, if you ever if you hear the charge that oh, these the Hollywood is starting to make movies so much uh, more simply than even before, they're kind of dumbing things down. They're maybe certain movies are repeating things like in redundant fashion. Like, uh, uh, and I thought about this when I rewatched um, either it was the Honest trailer or something for Suicide Squad, yeah. and the way that they just keep repeating that they're the bad guys. I feel like that was almost something for the foreign audiences. You mean like terrible writing? <laughs> yeah, some of that. Um, no, no, but 
But the Speaking point is terrible writing. Let's get back to the Great Wall. Oh boy. Okay, um, so let's. But talk the, about now this. But the thing I wanted to mention though is that this is a hybrid. This is this is made by Legendary Universal, but it also has a Chinese director, uh, Zhang Jimu. Right. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him as much. He directed Hero. Oh yeah, I I, I liked Hero. When yeah. I saw it. Yeah, it's, Hero was all right. I liked his follow up more. He did also this movie called uh, House of Flying Daggers. I heard of that. That right. one is really good, and he made a lot of he's made a lot of different kinds of movies. Hero, I remember I've seen it twice. Yeah. I, I actually own it, mm-hmm. and the, while the plot is a little is convoluted and a little bit too. Uh, it, and, it is and too. Yeah, it, it's, and it doesn't I, necessarily I, have the depth needed to, if I, to support that. If somebody it's, asked me what happened in Hero, I wouldn't be able to tell them. I would. Uh, but the thing about Hero that's great is it's very visually interesting. It's striking. It's very colorful. It's got lots of great action, and to a certain extent, the Great Wall has a, lo- a lot of interesting Some of that. Some, uh, but there are other things that kind of weigh that down. Yeah. So the Great Wall is okay. about these two. Westerners. Yes. One is Matt Damon, mm-hmm. who is of presumably Spanish heritage. No, no, that's the other guy. The other guy is Spanish. But didn't the he also guy... come from Spain? No. He's just kind of generic he, white guy from Europe. Know, here's how you know he's not from Spain. He doesn't say amigo like his friend does. Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly like English. <clears throat> so then and then it's like and he and his friend are going to China because they want to steal gunpowder. Yeah. But when they get there, they find out, hey, there's a huge wall in the way. Yes. And there are these little dragony creatures which are going to eat everybody in the world. Or like lizard people. If we don't stop them. Yeah. Um, no, there's, but... your pl- there's your plot. Yeah. Now, which is not a bad idea. Not terrible. It's, it's, it's a definitely... Very few, it, very few it's mo- a concept. Very few movie ideas are bad. <laughs> I don't it's know about that. It's all in the that. execution. There are some bad movie ideas. And so I was interested. This is something that, you know, a younger me would have loved. Hmm. And I want to see, and I'm, I'm still, I was still kind of intrigued by that. So I guess we figured, I figured, yeah, let's go see it. What, yeah. Why not? I was also curious because, um, I know if you'd heard about that there was a little bit of controversy on oh, yeah. that good old place, the internet, where people were, before even seeing the movie, as is usually the case, like people making controversy out of something before it actually comes out. People were already decrying uh, this film for having whitewashing. It's like, oh, this movie about the Great Wall in China, you have to bring in Matt Damon. What the hell, is he going to play? Well, no, but here's the thing. Watching the film, I I think that what people were thinking of was that maybe he'd be playing a guy who was supposed to be Chinese, Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is also, I mean, that is a problem. That is something that still happens in Hollywood. I'm trying to remember. Ghost in the Shell. Oh God. We yeah. got all that. We got that to look forward to. Well, Ghost in the Shell. Um, there was even a movie recently where there was also some kind of cry of whitewashing. But I, I'll come back to that later. But I should just tell you that you don't have to worry. Like Matt Damon's character, he's not supposed to be. He's not playing a guy who's supposed to be Chinese. So if that's what you're worrying about, that, oh, he's taking away roles from the Asian actors. No, what this move basically was is that Hollywood looked at this movie and they're like, all right, this movie about the Great Wall and monsters coming to attack it. It's a big visual spectacle. Okay. But we need a star to sell it. Right. So, all right, let's bring in somebody. I don't know, uh, Matt Damon. And he's the guy who 
comes to the Great Wall, and then we'll write up some other plot, like where he's uh, he's doing stuff. Yeah, where, and then then we throw in the hero arc that you've seen a hundred million times, where I'm I'm not a hero. Oh wait, now I am a hero. The Han Solo arc. Well, it's funny that well, I almost thought with well, all right, we'll get to that, some, that later. Um, th- this movie. I don't know. Maybe when you brought up that maybe if you were twelve, you would have enjoyed it more. I could see what you're meaning by that. Right. The dialogue in this movie is so stilted. It's atrocious. <laughs> this is, I, I gotta tell you, I was getting flashbacks to the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> I wished I actually wished I was watching the Star Wars prequels instead with that that kind of dialogue. I think part of it, it might not. I don't know if it's. Some of it's that the dialogue, the actual writing, and the words are bad. Some of it also... The the one actress in the movie, who... Uh, she's kind of... I, by the way, I should point out to... The one, one actress. <laughs> well, it's funny that... Yeah, basically the one actress... I guess you could kind of try to make an argument that... Hey, you know, at least this movie's a little progressive. I mean, we got this kick-ass woman who starts out as a commander and then becomes a general uh, you know with this army on the wall fighting things but when she has to deliver english dialogue which is most of the time there's something about it that's just well i mean it's clear that (coughs) it's not her first language that i didn't mind uh just if but it's not like she's a person who you couldn't hold like a conversation with. Yeah, like, she knows English. She's fluent in it. But you know, for acting, it's probably not her strong suit. But I don't. Even, I don't even mind that that much. But you could be the best English speaker in the world and not be able to put any charisma into this. No, dialogue. well, it's, it's extremely simplistic. It's extremely simplistic, and I think that part of the problem too is that this is a movie where. You know, it's a spectacle, but the spectacle is put above the story. Certainly. At, at least to a large extent. I will say I, I kind of enjoyed a little bit of the back and forth with uh, Matt Damon and uh, the actor's named Pedro Pascal. He's the one the who plays, plays uh, Tovar. Yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, uh, they were okay together. Uh, they, they weren't great, but it's like, at least I can kind of tell that those two actors got together and tried to... It was Maybe. very, but that their dialogue was very simplistic. It too. was too. I, here's here's the line I remember between them. <clears throat> Tovar says to William, "I only saved you because I want to kill you myself." Yeah, was that was the that, very was that the was that the line that hooked your uh, hooked your interest, Jack? No, it, it's not the line so much. It's more of just their, you know, heterosexual chemistry. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase it in a certain way that they they just masculine they, bonding. Yeah, they have. They seem like they've masculine bonded well. But in this world. but there's no fun in. in no no no. There's not. There's this not movie enough. isn't that fun to me. There are there are. I think actually the first act, I was kind of with it. When they had the first attack on the oh, wall, the first battle is fantastic. Yeah, the first battle actually hooked me in to the movie, and I should say that the visual effects. They're good. I don't know if they're great. I find the design to be very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The design is really cool because when you act... And it takes a little while for it to... For the 
you for it to slow down where you could finally look at the creature. But the cool thing is the the eyes aren't in the head. It's like the eyes are in their shoulders. Yes, but that's not what I mean anyway. I mean the whole design of the army and their weapons and their machines. Oh oh oh! You're talking oh you're talking stuff, about the army of the wall. Okay. Yeah, all of that stuff was really good because it's like. And one of the weird things is, is while we're seeing the army do its thing, like, William and Tovar are just, like, explaining to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's, who well, are that, those guys? Well, that's what oh, I mean by... Well, I that, well, I feel like that's something that is more common. That's why I mentioned sometimes Chinese audiences will like things explained to them more. That might be a big generalization on my part, but... Like, All right, over here in the West, it's garbage writing. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's garbage right writing now. either way. But, but it's like, there are lots of different soldiers. The different soldiers, like, have different colored armor. Yeah. And, they ha and their armor is designed in a certain mm -hmm. way to kind of reflect yeah. their, who they are. Oh, by the way, you know how many writers <laughs> this movie had? Three. Six. Oh, God. <laughs> There were three people who wrote the story, who were credited to the story, and then three different people credited for the screenplay. And it's weird. It's crazy because there are really they're good writers, or I think they're good. Max Brooks co-wrote the story for this. That is very intriguing. Yeah, this is and his first official screen credit because World War Z. Which, in a way, at times, this kind of reminded me of with some of the visual effects. Right. Because I don't know if you saw that movie, but no. every time there was a zombie attack in on the, on a mass scale, it was similar to this. Yeah. And it's funny because World War Z, the movie, totally went a different direction than the World War Z book by Max Brooks. Mm. So it's funny how he got involved in this. And then Tony Gilroy was also a co-writer on the screenplay. Um, he, I, who knows? How, I don't know. End, Maybe there are even more writers. Who knows in the end how much of each person's contribute? How much each person <laughs> how contributed? Much, how much each person remained in the final? I'm surprised. How, six writers for this. Yeah, that's not a good. Thing. This this movie was. This feels like it was written in a weekend. <laughs> and look, I know that we've talked about some of those like Ray Harryhausen movies. In the past. Yeah. Like movies like Jason the Argonauts or The Golden Voyage of Sinbad or some of those different types of things. And look, sometimes those movies didn't have the best dialogue. No. And, but we look past that sometimes because, you know, we enjoy... We look past the... it because of the spectacle. <clears throat> a, lo a little bit is, uh, is because of nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, the work of Ray Harryhausen is very... Yeah, Ray Harryhausen's work stands out. It's very celebrated. I... But, and and <clears throat> we know that this is ultimately, you know, a sort of san fantasy sword and sandals thing that if we just kind of get into a certain mood, we can enjoy it for what it is. But I think even compared to those, I feel like... The Great Wall is a little weaker in the writing compared to those. Well, I mean, what did we expect from this? I, uh, I we I think we expected you know some some very interesting action set pieces. Yeah, I mean, we got swarms of monsters. Uh, you know what though? Before we went into this, I felt like did were you expecting a dragon? No, I I, I thought you kind of did. I Matt Damon versus dragons would have been awesome, but well, there wasn't really much variety. There <laughs> yeah, was just was that like one type. Yeah, well, there was only one type of monster though, and yeah. then eventually you get the queen, but the, but she doesn't do much. 
No, no, no. The, the, the queen she, is basically she, there. She is there for plot purposes. This might as you could almost replace this with like, I don't know, if it was like a giant army of ants or something. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Well, that would be less visually interesting, I think. Yeah. Besides, I, we already saw that in them. Yeah. Um, them, I, a, a movie which nobody seems interested in remaking anymore. Well, they I think they kind of tried to remake uh, a giant bug movie years back, uh, Eight-Legged Freaks. Didn't quite work out. No. Or Starship Troopers kind of worked out, even though it was still that's really corny. That's not a movie. That's, that's a military movie. Yeah. But I, Great Wall, it's real. When that first battle scene happens, it really gets into, like not super intense. Like, oh my god, what no. am I doing here? But it is really exciting. It it did engage me. I'm not gonna say, oh, I was so blown away and I was so caught up in the suspense of it because the movie, which I guess it's to its credit, but in a way maybe to its detriment, it has the best battle scene right at the start. Yeah, and you barely get to know the character. Like, you basically kind of get to meet Matt Damon and Pedro Pascal, and then they come to the wall. They're captured, they're going to be possibly put to death, but then all of a sudden, immediately, oh my god, there are these creatures coming at the wall, we have to have a battle. And, and it, it there's actually, what I almost liked was kind of like the build-up to it. Like, how the fact that you have all those people drumming. Yeah, that was really effective build-up. I mean, they know that the monsters are coming, we don't see them yet. But everyone's like, oh, we're getting ready. Yes. And then, they, you know, it's a very slow build-up. Like, like they play playing the drums to get everybody uh, right. in their places. And, you know, all the soldiers are running through through the wall. And you see all the mechanisms being worked. It's like, you see, really, this is really building up and getting, uh, getting intense. Yes. And it's like, and it really builds your anticipation. The problem is, later on, we do have some interesting battles after that. But it, it's no, this, weirdly enough, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a problem with the stakes involved or if it's, because. I think that what happens is I kind of <laughs> got a sense early on, okay, I kind of can guess that this group of characters will live until the end of the movie. Okay, yeah, that's, that's. And I know problem. that might be just a thing with this genre that I should expect that these characters are going to live until the end. Um, there are a couple of characters who don't, but they're a little bit more on the minor supporting level I, but the problem with that is i savvy movie moviegoers know that you the main character is probably gonna live to the end yeah and the most important people will will be towards the last to die but there but, but the stakes aren't there wasn't a point where i was like oh my god but and yeah you don't get nervous enough but the, also the other problem is there's so little to the characters that you don't yeah. end up liking them enough They're to be thin. like yeah, they're they're so thin that you're not excited that they're that's being the the, the feeling end. I got from this movie was that it kind of plays it safe to an to an extent as far as um sort of the story as far as developing the characters or giving us things that might be interesting past a couple maybe a little detail here and there but. Uh, I don't know. When I say play it safe, I mean more in the sense of, well, we've seen these characters before. We've seen these kind of dynamics before. They do leave out any like a romantic angle, which I guess I kind of appreciated, mm. but um, which they could have done, possibly. They could have had the Matt Damon character and uh, uh, what what's this woman's name? Um, 
uh, oh, her Lin, name, her Lin, Lin May is the, yeah, the commander and the actress is Tian Jing. But, like, so when we were talking about those types of Ray Harryhausen movies, yeah, they, they might have still the dialogue, but somehow maybe the visual effects will make them more impressive. I don't know if the effects for this movie will hold up as well over time. Well... I mean that's we're gonna figure that. Out in the I know future. I'm I know I'm going I'm not, around a lot of different things, but when I you you kind of gave me a look when I said play it safe. Maybe you didn't know. Quite I don't what know I meant. what you mean. When I, when I say play it safe, I mean more in the sense. Do you mean of, like that? It's not very bloody. Do you it's mean not that, that doesn't you know, have personality. They kind of keep things to a pretty basic keel as far as you know. Some of that is in the crap writing, but some of it's also in de- just developing these characters just to this point. You know, whereas you see in, like, the Marvel movies, they don't always play it safe. They might try to take some chances. Well, I don't think it's very fair to compare these to the Marvel films. I mean, we had <laughs> well, pretty it's a, low... it's a big blockbuster. We had pretty low expectations going into this film. And yeah. in terms of blockbuster or not, we were not looking at anything what? on Marvel quality. We when I say re- play it we... safe, I also mean maybe in the sense of, like, they try to include some violence and stuff, but that's also a thing where... That's that's you know all the all the monsters is, have green blood. It essentially gets its most violent during that battle scene. Yeah, where you do get some really, I mean, we see the thing that really did it for me is in the first battle scene there are these soldiers who dive off the wall. Yes, kind of like Chinese bungee jumpers, and yeah. they just like stab a creature and then they they jump back up. The, but you see, th- and that's how it's supposed to work. But you see them get grabbed. Like they get to that bottom bottom that thing and they might stab somebody, but they get grabbed and they get yanked. That was that was that was the interesting part about that sequence. And that was especially and they did some really good stuff with that. I mean like they come back up, only like the hoop holding them up like comes back and they just like Mm -hmm. put it down on the wall and there's a pile of hoops. Yeah. That was a fantastic image. Yes it was. But it never but none of the other battle scenes after that had any sort of image that was that poignant or no. powerful. No, there's no... Uh, yeah, really, there's nothing to it. They really blew the bank on that first uh, on that first battle scene, and they never really... They never really expanded the yeah, it's, idea. Well, it's, well, also because... They never really expanded that idea of cost <sighs> or that idea of loss later on in the battle. Even though, you know, the stakes... Mm do get higher at the end. Well, again, it, well, that's, yeah, that, that's the thing. It, it, it stops at a certain point. And when I say also play it safe, I mean, maybe in the sense also with the monsters themselves that they just, yeah, they look pretty cool and they have interesting features, but they're just what they are. And that's it. Like, imagine if maybe there was like another variety of monster that they give, by the way, by the way, they give a little backstory uh, one of those things that a lot of movies do where we're going to show you the backstory in animation and the animation by the way looks so cheap um, it w- it's not it's not really they didn't put a lot of thought into that animation no sequence. they didn't and it, it's just like you're watching a series of pictures but, but take alright let me try to give another example and this is another movie where um, you had a little bit of a cross blending of also Hollywood with Asian influence Pacific Rim Okay. Those monsters, there was there was a little more variety there. 
with the with the kaiju. Certainly, and you know, like there were a lot of surprises. Like the the like I always think back to Pacific Rim, and I think of that moment where the monster is there, and all of a sudden the monster just sprouts wings. Yeah. And that was like I, I felt so giddy watching that. I never really felt I, I giddy watching saying. the monster. I see what you're saying. There's very little to the creatures in this. It's just like they have big sharp teeth and they climb. They up do the walls. same thing. They're like these big powerful dogs that will just bite you and tear you apart. And there's nothing more to them than. That. And that's why, yeah, the the first sequence is pretty fantastic because you know this is the first time <laughs> we're seeing these creatures, even though they are and. But then after that, yeah, it's the same kind of rinse-repeat thing where here comes the horde of dog-lizard monsters again, and they're going to come again. And the funny thing was, by the time we get to the climax of the movie, the best part about that for me wasn't even the monsters. It was that one tower that they were in, which was really unique. When the architecture of the setting... (laughs) outshines the villains and the heroes yeah then i think we've got a problem yeah uh, that, that was the, uh, and it was really pretty i will say that i uh, keep oh, using yeah. that word because they use a rainbow kind of the, color scheme the tower is full of stained glass yes yeah, stained glass at first i thought it was the water maybe reflecting on it but no no it's it's the, the stained glass and i love that i love seeing the, the characters moving through that but yeah, again, if I'm if I'm noticing the production design and not really getting invested in you know the, these characters as much, then your movie's not working. No, it's certainly not. So Matt Damon was okay. Matt Damon slept sleepwalked through this. <laughs> I, what was with his accent? He was trying for something that sounded vaguely old fashioned. Yeah. Somewhat foreign, but still understandable. Yeah. And, you know, it just kind of marks him as a person from another time and another place. And uh, other than that, he doesn't do much. Right? There's nothing to do. In yeah, this. yeah. Again, he's, he's, a kind, guy he's kind of with, going through the motions. William is a man with a bow and arrow. Yeah. He, what he's basically else is there to his character? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, going back to Marvel for a second. I, mean, I Tovar. We think about I, he, the only thing that's really stood out about him is that he's the only Hispanic man in the entire film, and yeah. he doesn't even have like a cool weapon that he could be like, oh, I carry this, you know. Yeah, no. um, he's un- it's 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 kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it just like man, imagine if the, like as far as men who have bows and arrows in movies, I'll take I'll take Hawkeye any day. Well, okay. Sure. Uh, but I don't know. That's a weird. Thing. But we're, we're skirting around the real issue here. Yeah, Will Matt Damon. Defoe. Well, <laughs> he got paid. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a man in this film who was just waiting for online for his paycheck, <laughs> Willem Dafoe is the he, man. He felt so wasted here. Oh yeah. And he is such a mega talent. He's one of my There's favorite no, actors. No doubt about it. You and I. Nothing we could ever say, nothing Willem Dafoe can ever do or star in yeah. will ever erase the fact that he is one of the best living actors yeah. in this, this and, day. And the thing is, with, with Willem Dafoe, he can often come in and really help boost a movie. Last fall, I, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, I watched this uh, uh, Nicolas Cage, Paul Schrader movie called Dog Eat Dog. All right. And this was a... Um, it was basically... A strange thing, because it's a Tarantino knockoff made in 2016. 
Huh. That's kind of how it feels like. It's basically a, sto- a movie about these scuzzy it, criminals. It's an early Tarantino knockoff. Sort of, a well... A knockoff of early Tarantino. Maybe. I, I don't know. Watching this movie, I felt like I could have seen this in the mid or late 90s. Hmm. Um, but I mean that in, in a way as a compliment. And part of that was Willem Dafoe is one of the uh, criminal uh, scumbags in the movie. And he is so good. Right. He He is really bringing it... He has a real mania to him in it, and he brings a lot of emotion. He doesn't really bring emotion to the Great Wall. He's just kind of there, giving exposition. He's there to translate at one point. Anyone could have played that part. Yeah. For some reason, they got Willem Dafoe to do it. And that's like, he wasn't doing anything. He has one scene where he kind of opens his eyes, and that's, uh, spoiler, his death scene. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't we're care. Supp- I'm not, I don't care. I'm not really. We're supposed it. to stay for the for we're supposed to save spoilers for later. Well, I'm not really. If you don't, if you can't tell that Willem Dafoe is going to die in this movie, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Um, anyway, yeah, but it's. Uh, I mean, he he did the job. He kind of, he comes in. He says his lines and he leaves and he. I think I feel like a couple of times we both kind of looked at each other and were kind of laughing yeah. at some of his lines and also other people's lines. I believe if Willem Dafoe hadn't done this, they would have gotten like Donald Sutherland hmm. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. It's you know, like one of those two. Who do you want to be in your crappy movie to give? <clears> now Donald Sutherland would have, been, would have been a little bit too old. By this I don't point. know. No, I think so. I think. Uh, Oh, God, who could they have gotten? They would have gotten, like, Brad Dourif or something. Nah, a little too on the nose. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to say, I just, to say about this movie. Uh, and I know that maybe I, that, saying, that, what, that thing I just said, I don't know if there's too much you could spoil about this movie, though. It's not like there's any big, great revelations. Well, I mean... There is one thing that happens with a character that is kind of a spoiler, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's the most generic hint. <laughs> a character does something and then this happens. Um, you know what I'm talking about? We'll talk about it later. But I mean, maybe we should maybe we should give I, our sort of. A, I will say I didn't hate this movie. No, there's. It was okay. That there, was my feeling leaving it. This was a lot of the details of this film really stick out to me things like the way this the way everybody looks and like there there are things that do get underutilized like you know we have all these different soldiers and they do fancy things or we have this group of generals each one has like a different color of armor like the power rangers yeah i was thinking that too like you have like you have the people in the red armor and then you have the people in the blue armor And so, and and I love looking at those things, and and though and you know they they're great, to, you know to see. Great I like design. I like little things too. Um, at one point, characters use hot air balloons, but they're kind of uniquely done. I felt it's not like oh, we just took a hot air balloon from now and made it so. It looks no, like these it's... look like we had to put this together here. Yeah. We didn't have a basket. Right. To put ourselves in. I mean, but and little design details like that are where this movie really shines. Whoever made this, whoever was the production designer and art director, you did a really fantastic job. You yeah. brought your A-game. You were really working, you know, tooth and nail to... 
I felt and again. I'm not. I don't know Asian history one very of well. Those crappy little Oscars for like production design. <laughs> what do you mean crappy costuming. little Oscars? The ones no one cares about. Those are real Oscars. Whatever. <laughs> Come on, that's that, that's not that's not fair. Th- those are real Oscars. I say it's fair. Wow, they they're part of the telecast. Here's the point. <laughs> Ironically, the stunt people aren't, and they did a pretty and, yeah, good job too. But the yeah, and and all those little details are great. Uh, it's just the movie that... It doesn't have a... It doesn't have much of a soul. No. Well, I wouldn't say that either, because... Or if it does, it's just... It It didn't leave me feeling a lot of things watching I feel it. Like I'm just kind of like... There's a lot in this film you could... You could mine something out of it, because there is... There is a look to this film, and there's an idea behind it. It's yes. just that no one does anything with those. The, things. the idea again. It's we, like we go we have... back to that concept of here's this period <laughs> movie from. I mean, I don't know what century this takes place in, but it doesn't matter. No, you get no <laughs> sense of that. I mean, Matt Damon at one point says, "You know, I fought for a pope. I fought for this guy, etc." No, no historical references to anything. It's no, like, but but it felt like though that they were at least trying to pay a little bit of service to something that must have been in East Asian history? No. Not at all. You don't think so? No. That's the whole point of this. Because you could talk about how how ridiculous the idea is. That's like, oh, the Great Wall was built so we could stop these big dragon creatures from killing everybody in China. But, (laughs) and that's absurd, but that's the point. Yeah. The thing I kept thinking about during this film is like, this isn't, this isn't based on anything. This yeah. is just like somebody's like, what if the ancient, Chi- what if like medieval China, the medieval Chinese met the Zerg from Starcraft, <laughs> and they had to like fight him on the top yeah. of the Great Wall. That's what this is. Yeah, you. It's a giant set piece. You either take it or leave it. Yeah, and I can take this film on its own terms. It doesn't stop it from being poorly written, poorly acted yeah. by its by its Western actors. And it having a story which ha- which has very little impact has less and less impact as it goes on. The when I said earlier about safe, I think that's my review for this film. Okay, in my in my review of this, when I mentioned that it's safe, another synonym for that is generic, which is also a thing with this story. It's the story is generic, the elements are not. No, that's. I, that sounds like a stupid thing to say. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to two minutes ago and smack Jack and say that it was stupid to say that this has historical accuracy. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> this is, but it, but what makes it stand out is that it is very colorful. One thing I will give it, as poorly as the writing is, it does move fairly quickly. Yeah, this could have been, except when it. Except when William and Commander Lin are talking to each other. Uh, yeah. I was just like, end these, this scene. End it. End it. End <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that whole, like, we're gonna, I'm going to tell you what the word trust means. And that whole thing. But, but, but when I say though it I've moves... I've forgotten all the dialogue. When I say it moves scenes. quickly, this could have been like a two-hour slog. And yeah. it, I think it was shorter than that. It felt a little over 90 minutes... But it was it was in that spot between ninety minutes and two hours. Well, we got home two two hours after the film started. Yeah, so that that shows that it it doesn't completely overstay its welcome, but it still is not something that 
Let me put it this way. I don't think I'm going to remember this movie a month from now. I'll remember parts of it. I'll remember I, maybe I, one or two little things, but not... I will, oh, another cool little I, color thing, by the way, before I forget. And this is a small thing, but when the early on in the movie they showed like the plains or the mountains, whatever you call it. Yeah. That was nice. I know that's not... I'm trying to give something to this movie's credit. Like, they picked really good locations as far as where the characters are when they're not at the wall. Um, okay. And so, in my review, to sum it up, it's... It's okay. It's not... It's As far as it coming from Zhang Jimu, it's kind of a disappointment. Um, Makes enough, me want to see Hero again. I don't know. I... The thing about him, he he made a fantastic film, which I saw in high school in a film class called "Raise the Red Lantern." You ever oh, heard I've of this heard movie? Of it. I've heard of it. It's a it's this is it's an amazing drama. I don't think I've seen it since then, but I remember it made an impact on me as far as it being this really uh, touching drama um, about repression. Um, and I wish that you know, I guess he, hey, he gets to do something like this. I'm sure maybe he had some fun, but. It, it doesn't really translate as something that, um, maybe if the script had had more focus or it gave more characters personality or I don't know what, just, again, the generic parts too, it's just so many characters, you know what they're going to do, you know how certain turns are going to happen and it, it, eh. that's my review. Okay. Eh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I can't really think of too much else to say behind that. Um, do we have spoilers to talk about? I don't think I don't think there are. They, I, I'm not going to analyze any scenes later on in the film. And, and really. No, I'm not going to do a shot-by-shot breakdown. Um, it, it, it's there just... is kind of a thing. Uh, I, I do want to praise that battle scene at the beginning a little bit more. In In what way? It reminded me a lot of something you have not seen any part of yet. It reminded me a, quite a lot of Attack on Titan. Huh. Which I have got to show you sometime because that 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 series will blow your mind. Okay. I mean, but think about everything good about that first battle scene. Yeah. That is like take that, multiply it by twenty, that's Attack on Titan. Okay. <laughs> well that's that's good to know. Um yeah. I think that's that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Matt Movie, Damon. Great, the Great Wall. You reminded me of how awesome Attack on Titan is. You get half a point for that. <laughs> you get half a point from Andrew for reminding him of something better that I would think in a way that would actually take points off. Because wouldn't you then? Couldn't you then say I no, could be of good I, memories? Oh, okay. Because I was going to say that you could. You would think to yourself, I could be at home watching this instead. I'm watching this. Nah. So you don't think that way? Nope. Okay. Because um, in a way, the, that, that whole first battle scene, it reminded me a little bit of Starship Troopers, but I don't know which I would say was the better executed version. Because you haven't seen Starship Troopers? I've seen I, Starship Troopers. You have? Yes. Okay. Well, when the bugs are attacking, it has a little bit of that feel. And again, and actually, I will also go back again to World War Z. A little bit of that feel. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's just a massive CGI. If you like masses of CGI, then you'll like this movie. All right. All right, so uh, if you saw The Great Wall 
Um, I mean the movie, The Great Wall, not the actual Great Wall. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you saw that too, uh, tell us how it compares to this. <laughs> Man, I went to the Great Wall. There weren't any monsters. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I give this one a D minus. I feel betrayed. Um, send us an email to wagesofcinema at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the wages of cinema podcast. And we're on Twitter at wages of cinema. Send us a tweet or an email. Let us know what you think of. Uh, Anything to do with anything, but especially if you've seen this movie, we'll read your email on the air and give you a little bit of time in the spotlight. And remember to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you can, take the time to uh, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It helps our presence out there in the internet sphere. Um, so yeah, until next time. Uh, until next uh, great Matt Damon uh, <laughs> spectacle. <laughs> Yeah. Um, until next Willem Defoe paycheck uh, I'm Jack I'm Andrew and remember the wages of cinema is death this is where you choose to die good luck with that stay and fight you think they see you as some kind of hero for greed and gods this is the first war I've seen worth fighting